Let me tell y'all motherfuckers what happened last week. In incompetent so-called African leader news, Kenyan Governor Mike Sonko was under fire for including Hennessy in coronavirus care packages, claiming that it protects against the virus. This is totally inept leadership. Like, the World Health Organization just came out with new guidelines last week recommending that governments restrict access to alcohol. Domestic violence is like a major issue in Kenya. Like 47% of women experience physical or sexual violence in the country already. And with people out of work right now who are already largely under-resourced, this is a recipe for disaster. I will say, at least here in South Africa, President Ramaphosa shut down the liquor stores for this very reason. In other news, Ghana lifted its lockdown, which is also utterly ridiculous. After two weeks of lockdown, there were a reported 141 infected people. After extending the lockdown for another week, there were 378 cases. Now they're lifting the lockdown when the number of infected has gone up to 1,042 cases. Like, what sense does that actually make? Like, none whatsoever. None of the numbers are reliable anywhere for real because there's no like mass global testing available. So the numbers are definitely skewed. Well, I'm sure by now you guys have all heard about the maltreatment of African people in China. They're being evicted from apartments that they've paid in advance for. Thousands of Africans are sleeping in the streets. Several have been brutalized and beaten not allowed into public places, and yet, shocker, no robust response from so-called African leadership. Though um, Ugandan politician Bobby Wine, along with the co-founder of Atlanta Black Star magazine, they are planning to airlift thousands of displaced Africans from China. Um, and also, some good African Samaritans have taken matters into their own hands. And in Guinea, Chinese nationals have been rounded up with threats of deportation if Guinean citizens are not returned home safely. Um, similarly, in Zimbabwe, Chinese nationals have been disallowed from entering hospitals. They all need to be rounded up and deported from the continent as far as I'm concerned. I am also now getting some intel that there will possibly be a unified African response to the maltreatment of blacks in China coming from the African Union. The same African Union, mind you, that was gifted, heavy quotation marks, by the Chinese government. You know that that motherfucker is bugged. The Chinese got these African heads of state by the balls. They've invested over $300 billion in just sub-Saharan Africa alone. Please believe the Chinese participate in the same dubious and exploitative business practices as their Caucasoid colonizer predecessors. If I may quote Ari Lennox, I ain't never seen a coon more coonier than the so-called African leadership on this continent. They operate like feckless sambos. You know, Black Americans, we have our issues, but I have never seen the manner of bootlicking I've encountered on this continent. Luckily, it's like it's a new generation of young Africans and, you know, they just not with the shits. 
I look forward to the day when the baton is passed. Anyway, more in competent leadership news, Florida Governor DeSantis has opened up Florida beaches once again, deeming them essential as thousands of his constituents flock to the beach while not practicing social distancing at all. If that was not bad enough, he has declared the WWE, as in World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated, an essential service, and thereby wrestlers as essential workers. Of course, Ed McMahon is the owner of WWE and also um, a Trump advisor who the president, yo president, recently hired to advise on the restart of the economy. It's really a fucking reality show. We have star of Celebrity Apprentice and a wrestler dictating economic policy during a pandemic. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is just like high level fuck shit. At this point, like why is Florida even part of the United States? They just need to secede at this point. Anyway, y'all stay safe in these quarantine streets. Sunday morning When I first saw you I was sitting with my grandma My grandma Always in her favorite view See you was just a visitor Oh my God You was church hopping Hop hop I knew that you were made for me when I saw you shout it God told me to tell you God told me to tell you no, We no, should no, be no, together We should be together baby God told me to tell you have a word from the Lord on today and it's inspired by the much-awaited battle between R&B legends Teddy Riley and Babyface and while the memes and and gifs lent to some much-needed levity during these pandemic times there are three very important lessons that we could all learn here. And tantamount among them, number one, be humble and let your work speak for itself. For the Bible says in Matthew 23, verses 12, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And that point was no better illustrated than in the calm, cool, collected demeanor of Babyface. Coming into the battle with no entourage, no pomp, no antics, just himself, an iPhone, his catalog of music. While Teddy, on the other hand, did the precise opposite. Humility is attractive, ladies and gentlemen. 
And the second lesson that we saw illustrated so succinctly behooves us all to reassess the members on our team. Teddy Riley had 5011 niggas, all of them useless. And his hype man was the worst, having a jolly old good time shucking and jiving while the ship was sinking. I bet all those niggas are on his payroll. Reassess the players on your team, and if they don't add value, then they got to go. And finally, number three, in the vein of the quartet gospel ensemble that blessed us with their musical testimony before me. Shoot your shot. Even at the risk of rejection, failing, or embarrassing ourselves, as we saw with Teddy Riley taking a big fat L. The fact remains, ladies and gentlemen, that Teddy Riley is a legend. And his catalog, indeed, speaks for itself, despite his unnecessary bloviating. But if we flip this discourse on its head and just for a moment, look at this perceived loss from an alternative lens. Perhaps, just perhaps, we are playing too small. Teddy Riley came ready to deliver a premium quality show, but it was not conducive with the limitations of Instagram. Find your audience, know your audience, play big to your audience. Just some food for thought. Be blessed on this week. Shout out to our Patreon members. Thank you so much for your support. If you too are interested in supporting the Black Broads Abroad movement, keep up with us on social media. And that's at Black Broads Abroad, B-L-A-C-K-B-R-O-A-D-S-A-B-R-O-A-D. And that's on IG and Facebook. And if you're interested in supporting on Patreon, visit www.patreon.com backslash Black